Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Listen to me, man. I'm so caught up in the excitement. I'm so caught up in the excitement that I muted my mic, as I was saying. Welcome to the Cannon Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Rhett Matthew. This is a podcast about the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 31-9 over Kansas City in Super Bowl 55. First ever home team to stake their claim and fucking defend their turf, baby. The Lombardi is in Tampa Bay. It is a party in Tampa Bay tonight. I don't know if you guys saw the Instagram live. I'm going to be taking your calls. 813-433-0323. Super Bowl champions. It all comes down to this. And the Buccaneers prove on the biggest stage that they are the best team in the NFL. Unbelievable, guys. I want to hear from you. I want to get this live chat working. I think Evan's going to be calling in here shortly. I think. How about that, Zach Jarvis? How about that, baby? First call coming in. Out of the 612. Hey, how's it going, Rhett? What's going on, my man? Look, man, I'm sorry I have to do this, but let's fucking go. Let's fucking go, baby. Super Bowl champions. Like a feeling. What the hell? Wow, man! I've been I've been on the I've been driving home. I've been sitting in silence, just you know, just trying to process what just happened. Because, man, I'm 18 years old. My whole life, it's been mediocre football from this team. And I and when you, when you become, I would say all of us in this live stream right now are really diehard fans. And when you are a diehard fan, your whole life wraps around this team, and it's just it's tough being a fan of a team that's just mediocre every year. It feels so fucking good to win one, man. Anybody who has supported this show over, you know, over a season just knows where we've been. Like, there was a time where we're putting out episodes called This Sucks because the Bucks had just lost, like, I don't know, five out of their last six, and they were two and seven at some point in the season. This is a team that you look at how far they've come. Seven and nine at the end of last year. Yeah, you made a change at the quarterback position. The best possible move they could have made, you know, with hindsight being 2020 and all. But, I mean, the moves that were made, the way that this team came together, the team that Bruce Arians and Jason Light built, the defense that Todd Bowles has put together, Byron Leftwich really getting this offense going the second half of the season. And them just not ever counting themselves out. It's seven and five. They still fucking believe that they were going to win the Super Bowl. And they went out there and did it. They didn't lose a game since then. The last team they lost to was Kansas City. And they just whooped their ass in the Super Bowl. 31 to nine, brother. Like, not a single touchdown for Pat Mahomes in the Chiefs offense. Taylor Heineke looked better than Patrick Mahomes this playoffs, and that's sad, man. Unreal, it, dude. It is man, unreal. It, it feels so good. It feels so good. And like I was saying, man, you, you like everyone in this has put so much time in just following the Bucks, and every year it's, it's the Bucks, man. But you never really saw the a good outcome out of it, other than you know seven and nine seasons and thirty interceptions in one season. Like it just it, it feels so good. I'm sure at some point it felt like an obligation sometimes last season 
to even like upload a podcast. <laughs> like you almost were obligated to do so. But it, it, I think everyone's just having a fun. It, it was a fun year, man. And oh. that we, I, I guess we just turned towards next season, and that's <laughs> it's awesome. It's incredible because you know, looking ahead to next season, we talked about win or loss. Like whether they made the Super Bowl, whether they won the damn thing or not, this team is going to get better next year. And that's the crazy part, man. Tom Brady has shown no signs of slowing down. The offensive line has stepped up in every single way that we've needed them to. The defense has been playing lights out for the second half of the season. Throughout this playoff run, they have been the backbone of this football team. And it's just incredible to think that this is year one without a preseason, without training camp, without OTAs, without everything. You know, all the all the hurdles that we talked about that they were going to have to get over, finding chemistry on offense, all that bullshit. And here they are, Super Bowl champions. You know, a wild card team that won three straight road games to finally get the first home Super Bowl in history, and they fucking get the job done. I don't know what else we could have asked for, man. We're so spoiled, but we deserve this, you know? Yeah, man, I'll let you get to some other calls. I don't think I said who I am, but it's Zach from Wisconsin or fucked up, and I I appreciate you so much, you and Evan so much, man. Uh, Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Let's go, baby. It was good to talk to you, my man, all the way up there in Wisconsin. Wave your flag proud tonight, and let's fucking go, Bucks. Let's go. Fucking go. You Talk to you later. See you, man. Zach from Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure he was on the pregame show earlier. My God, guys. Got a call from the 978. I'll try and get this one here. Hello, is this Mr. Too Legit to Quit himself? Let's go! Let's fucking go, Evan! Super Bowl champions, baby! TV 12 Super Bowl MVP! I mean, what more could you ask for? Do you believe in this now? You know, you're a believe-it-when-you-see-it guy. How do you feel right now? Are you believing? Dude, I'm going to be real with everybody here. Uh, about there was when when the clock uh, so I didn't show any emotion until the clock hit zero, and then when it did, I just started bawling my eyes out, um, and I didn't stop for about ten fifteen minutes. This is um, this is one of the best days of my life. Uh, uh, just I I can't even put it into words. It it, it it's incredible. It it truly is, and. You know, I'm I'm so grateful to have the platform that I do and to be able to do the show with you and um just uh yeah, it's uh it's but it's it's unreal. It really is, man. It's it's the culmination of just so many years of you know, putting up with this team's bullshit. I mean, anybody who's been a fan of this team has obviously been in this boat with us as well. But for this year to be the year you know, any year to be the year is going to be a great year. But for 2020, the year that Tampa Bay has emerged as a title town, the year that half the world was shut down because of a pandemic that's still happening, the way that there were so many uncertainties coming into the season about if a season would even be played, you didn't know what was going to happen. You knew some guys were going to get sick. The Buccaneers were able to manage it all season. There were lows. You know, it's seven and five. Nobody was picking this team to win the Super Bowl. They ran the table since then, and they have proven that they are the best team in the NFL. This is just, it's a moment that I I definitely 
want to hang on to for as long as I can. And the lucky part is, is that now that the season is over, we're going to be able to ha- uh, we're going to be able to hang on to this one for a good six months until the next season starts up, and yeah. they can defend their exactly. title. Because with with this team getting better, I feel like they're only going to make another run at it, baby. If you know. Uh, I've even gotten a few questions about free agents and stuff. I just said, Hey, don't worry about it tonight. This isn't, you know, don't worry about it for the, you know, the month of February, you know, (laughs) you worry about that when it, when it comes, because this is uh, February 7th, 2021. This will be a date that every Bucks fan will always remember for the rest of their lives. And um, it's, uh, it's just incredible. It, It really is. Obviously I, you know, you, you say title town, obviously, you know, most people know me. I obviously I'm, I'm a Philly guy. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see the lightning win the title. I'm happy to see the Rays go to the world series, the rowdy's doing everything, but you know, I, I wasn't able to celebrate that stuff. And, and now to be able to celebrate this, it's, um, it's, uh, I, like, I seriously don't have the words. I, I, I don't, I never, you know, you always think every team gets their time, but you, you know, I never thought this day was going to happen. And, uh, you know, Tom Brady, you, you are, you are, I can't even say a word. I, I think goat is, is, is disrespectful at, at this point. Uh, you, you, you are one of the, you are the greatest football player of all time. Um, you are one of the greatest sports athletes of all time, and there's nobody that can take that away from you. So, congratulations, Tom. You know, congrats to everybody. I mean, Jason Light. You know, those guys. I feel so happy for Levante David. I know I'm going on a little rant here, but oh man, this is um, uh, this is incredible, and the way they did it, right? I mean, completely shut down Patrick Mahomes. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. The only man uh, you know, who I know... has ever just made Mahomes look vulnerable these last two years has been Tom Brady. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, he's the only guy to ever eliminate him. I mean, the only guy to ever eliminate him for the playoffs. It's it, it's it's remarkable. And, uh, I mean, man, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have more words right now. But, um <laughs> It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's truly remarkable that the way they were able, I mean, not even a touchdown, like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. I would have bet my house that the teacher got to score at least a touchdown. Number one scoring <laughs> offense in the NFL. This wasn't just, you know, some flashy players on an offense. This was the number one offense in the NFL. Like, you know, we knew the run defense was going to show up. But you did not expect Todd Bowles to scheme this game the way that he did and just completely neutralize. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I feel kind of good in more ways than one because, you know, my predictions kind of came to a good light this year. Or uh, I'm sorry, this, uh, you know, this week. I said on every single preview show that I think the defense is ultimately going to decide if the Buccaneers win or lose this game. I didn't think it would be to this degree. But they they put together their best game of the season, and I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything more from those guys. You really could not have. No, no, I, there's there's no way. You know, I, I I know that Tom Brady won MVP, and and he deserves it. But you know what? I, I would have given it to the entire defense. You know, I would have 
uh, I, I wish they could have. I wish you could give it to just the unit and just say here, you know, um, here's your MVP because <laughs> you are, you know, and uh, Todd Bowles, the, the fact that he didn't get a head coaching job is a godsend. It it, it yeah. is. It's it's um this whole staff will be back. This whole team will likely be back. It's it's it, it's crazy. And but we're not going to focus on next season. I'm not going to focus on next season until like March first. You know, uh, it that doesn't matter right now. This this month is the month of celebration, and uh, is you, you you don't know. You know that they, they won it in 2003, and you thought they'd be back again, but you had to wait 18 years. Yeah. So you know maybe you have to wait 18 more. Just absolutely, you know how we said you cherish the being in the NFC Championship game, the Super Bowl. You cherish this moment. You buy if you're able to. You buy every piece of gear that you possibly can. Oh, I already got. I got two T-shirts ordered. I well, I ordered a hat. Well, two hats, three T-shirts, uh, a flag, uh, um, uh, a cup, um, and then we're ordering a DVD and stuff. We're ordering more stuff tomorrow, but just for tonight, it was like over. It was like two hundred fifty dollars. Hell um, yeah, man! So, um, it's uh, it's amazing. And every single Bucks fan listening to this, every single Bucks fan not listening to this, uh, all other fellow Bucks podcasts, you know, Pewtercast. Report podcast. I know they're beat writers, but loose cannons. Uh, you know all those guys. They all deserve this, and uh, we deserve it too. It's um, it's just a remarkable job. It really is. And to you know, on a personal note, and get a little. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> take your time. Deep breaths. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm starting to tear up now. Just thinking about this on a personal level. You know, be able to. Uh, to to share this one with my dad because I, I wasn't uh, <clears throat> I wasn't able to um, I wasn't able to the first time and uh, it's uh, it's very special for me and um, uh, I I just hope that everybody else has, has a similar has a similar story everybody will have a story about um, to tonight and uh, you know where where you were what you did and uh, yeah, it's it's incredible. It really is. Absolutely, brother. I'm I'm glad that that was something that you were able to you know to take away from all of this. Listen, we've got some cool post Super Bowl content in the works, and then you know as the month of celebration kind of winds down, maybe maybe we got two weeks worth of content left in us. But after that, we're gonna be taking a little bit of a break. And I'll tell you what, that's gonna be the time that it really just sets in because I mean you, you put it all behind you and you look at it. From beginning to end, it, it has been one hell of a ride. And I mean, it's just, dude, it's been so fun. You know, it's it, breaking yeah. the regular schedule that we had of, you know, pretty much wrapping up our coverage week 17. It's like, all right, here's here's our last show. You know, maybe, maybe we'll talk about who's going to get fired. Maybe we'll talk about some free agents and then, you know, talk way too early about the draft. But we'll take a three-week break and then we'll come back. But to extend the schedule... You know, I was starting to feel a little bit burned out, but but once you get some momentum in the playoffs, that fire comes back a little bit. And, and putting out content has just been a lot of fun, a lot more fun than it usually has been. And, I mean, obviously it's all been culminating to this, but it, it's just, oh, man. Like for everybody, like you yeah. said, I have to imagine that everybody else who puts stuff out, uh, who puts stuff out, 
you know, our buddy James, Mr. Bucks Nation. I know his channel's just been kicking uh, I, ass I this year. I forgot to mention. I, 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 yeah, love you, buddy. Sorry about that. For, uh, I feel like a horrible person. I completely forgot to mention him. Yeah, he's, he, he's, uh, I, I'm going to, I'll probably give him a call here shortly. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully he'll call in here. If you talk to him, if you get a hold of him, tell him to call into the show. We'd love to hear from him. Evan, love you, buddy. It's been one hell of a season, and the Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions. It's incredible to say, isn't it? Just um, something that I never thought I'd say. But, yeah, uh, yep. just stay tuned for our review show. It'll be it'll be more less emotional than this. It'll be an actual <laughs> review of the game. We'll be level-headed, um, I, I and we'll promise. be able to talk our trash, man. Everything will be able to set yeah. in. We're the best team in the world. Yep, yep, best in the world, man. All right. All right, buddy. Have a good night. All right, I'll see you, man. Let's, let's go, man. I get DMs. I get comments about how Evan doesn't get emotional about anything. There you go for all you people. Out of the three, five, two, you there? Hello. What's up, man? What's up, man? Celebrating this one as much as I am. Oh, buddy, I'm I'm trying my best. It's it's crazy. Like I've. It's just a moment that I don't think will hit me until I wake up tomorrow and I'm driving to work and, you know, I see a it billboard really that says hasn't Super Bowl champions. <laughs> like, I, you know, I watch I mean, Brady lift the Lombardi like he has seven or six other times. And, you know, I saw him do it with a Bucks logo on his shirt. Like, it's not just a Madden simulation anymore. It's not like a, a crappy Photoshop. <laughs> it's It's literally... The Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions, and they did it all in Raymond James Stadium. They got the fire to uh, to fire the cannons at the end of the game. Like, holy hell, man! <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing when I saw them up there with that trophy. I was like, this looks like a Madden simulation. I'm taking the Bucks. I got Tom Brady and our stack team, and we're going and we're winning the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. It just and the way we dominated the whole night through it. I think that's also why it hasn't hit me. I, I didn't expect us to put the beat down on we did like this. So it's just such a good win. It feels so good. Absolutely. And, and talking about that defense, you know, we talk about how the unit did a really good job, but just got to give a sh uh, another sign of respect and kind of take your hat off to Jordan Whitehead. The guy went out there and played with like half a torn shoulder, a torn labrum. I mean, he was fucked up, dude. He was playing through a lot of pain. He made a huge tackle. I think he tackled I, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and he hit him pretty hard. I, know, but, I mean, Jordan Whitehead I went out there. Cringed. I cringed when I saw that. I was like, oh yeah. no, because he hit him so hard. He popped him, man. It was just like what he did to Aaron Jones. He got uh, right I'm back like, up and he kept playing, bro. So hats yeah. off to Whitehead. He, he proved, he, you know, he made a statement to a lot of people today. He said at the beginning of the season that people are going to know who he is by the end of the year. And that's definitely one way to go out there and do it. But. As for this whole team, man, like officially immortalized in Buccaneers history, we're going to be talking about guys like Devin White, like Levante David. I mean, Indomica Sue is in the Buccaneer history books. Antonio Brown is in the Buccaneer history books. Like Leonard Fournette, bro, th this team <laughs> that's been put together is now immortalized. And it's just like, who would have ever thought, dude? <laughs> yeah, and I... I felt so happy seeing Mike, um, you know, getting that yeah, win. Yeah, Mike Evans, bro. I felt bad. I forgot getting the Mike. Super Bowl win. I got my yeah, Mike Evans and, jersey, know, and I didn't even say too. the man's name. Yeah. I mean, 
I've been a Bucks fan my whole life. I'm 21 years old. And so, you know, we won our first round with only three. Of course, I don't really remember that. So as I'm just riding this wave now, you know, the Bucks are the bandwagon team now. Who would have thought <laughs> one Super Bowl appearance or one playoff appearance that I can really remember our first round exit to the Giants. So for our first time back to go all the way and win the Super Bowl, it's just an awesome feeling. Hell yeah, dude. They came in as the underdogs. I mean, even CBS, I was watching the pregame show and it was it was five to one Chiefs to box or four to one Chiefs to box, something like that. Mm-hmm. And everybody counted them out, man. Like they they really did. Everybody said that Brady wasn't gonna, you know, wasn't gonna be able to make it happen. His arm is done. They're gonna go eight and eight, seven and nine, mm-hmm. miss the playoffs. Even if they make the first or even if they make the playoffs, it'll be a first round bounce. Like they're not gonna get this done. Bruce Arians isn't a good head coach. And here we are Mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's obviously it's the perfect way to cap off the season, but the best part just has to be shutting everybody up who tried to make up these narratives about this team. Everybody who said that Brady and Bruce hate each other. Like (laughs) here they are, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Brady look happier recently and I guess the main point of focus that I'm thinking of is our defense. You put any team against ours, the Chiefs arguably the best offense in the entire league. If we can hold them to that, I I don't see how there's any reason we can't repeat next year if we oh, can ab- keep this going. Absolutely. The fact that this team is going to have a full off season of preparation and just building off of what they've put together so far, this is a team that can absolutely make another run and maybe run it back successfully. Definitely the best defense in the NFL, I think, especially the second half and- of the season, the way the secondary stepped up. Yeah, and the amount of depth with the uh, young talent, I think that's what stands out to me the most. Uh, we had Tristan Worse uh, and then Antoine Winfield, two young dudes, rookies, looking like pros already, like all stars, um, all pros. So the fact we got all this young talent just makes me feel even better about our future. It's incredible, dude. A, a great team that's been put together, and I think. You know, I think even beyond the Brady years, we're going to have a good team out there on the field putting together some good playoff runs. But it's been good talking to you, my friend. Anything else you want to say before I get to some other calls? I'll just say go Bucks, go Bucks Nation. Props to all the fans who stuck it through the hard times. Uh, now we get to celebrate. Hell yeah, baby. Have a good night. Go Bucks. You too. Go Bucks. Super Bowl champions, 813-433-0323. Listen, I'm sorry if I'm, you know, a little a little out of it. I've just been, no, I've been partying. Super Bowl champs, baby. Out of the 704, I see you've been trying to call for a while. Sorry about that. Welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, you're good. I'm actually in uh, Cape Canaveral. It's a 704 number. But, um, dude, best feeling in the fucking world right now. Oh, man. It, it's hard to put into words. It really is. Like, I know we keep saying it over and over, but this team has just made a statement to anybody and everybody. Like, there were a lot of people who thought the Bucks were going to win the Super Bowl this year, but a lot of realistic people like myself just didn't see it happening. And, I mean, a lot of people who call themselves experts of the game dismissed this team so many times. It's just, there's so many great things about it, from the history that was made to, you know, the the improvement of a franchise, you know, Tom Brady coming in here and and stepping up everybody's game, like from top to bottom, it's just win after win after win. And it all comes down to this. 
Bucks get their second Lombardi in their home stadium, dude. Can we talk about two and O going in the Super Bowls? I love it, man. And, I really do. And here's the thing, too, is that even when they get in the Super Bowl, they're tough to beat. They're going to whoop your ass. Like the Buccaneers have won both of their Super Bowls by what? More than three possessions, I think? Oh, yeah. And both by defense. Yeah. This defense carried this team throughout the playoffs. And, I mean, Brady, you know, playing the way that he did certainly helps. Having an offense that scores or, I'm sorry, averages over 30 points a game is definitely going to help. But this defense, man, oh, yeah. I mean, just, you know, the fact that I think Evan said it, but the fact that Todd Bowles isn't going anywhere, that he's not getting another head coach job, that is a godsend for Tampa Bay because this defense is just going to keep getting better. Well, I think that's just a tribute to Jason Light and for sure GM of the year, dude. Like, he has made it to give us the ability to sign every player that we have on our team and still build on it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, man. He, he's been kicking ass in the draft. I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of homegrown talent for the Bucks, especially on that defense. A lot of younger guys, but a lot of guys just panning out. I mean, shout out to Antoine Winfield, dude. Incredible season, snubbed for defensive rookie of the year, in my opinion. You know, I like Chase Young, but he couldn't show up in the playoffs. And Antoine Winfield's been making plays in the playoffs. And I know that the NFL honors don't really account for postseason. But Antoine Winfield looks like he's been playing the safety position for five-plus years. I mean, to win a Super Bowl in year one and have the hype around him that he did, the guy is an incredible player, and he's just one of the many pieces on that defense that are going to be so good for so long. Oh, for sure. And there's two players I wanted to talk about. First off, having Vita Bea back is the best thing in the world for us. 100% on our front four. You cannot beat it. He dominated that offensive line every single spot he was in. I watched him run over offensive tackles like they were running backs. Vita Vea adds another dimension to that pass rush, and, and truly, he is the guy by himself, I think, that takes everybody else to another level. Like, you know, without Vita Vea, you can still have Devin White be great off of the blitz. You can still have Shaq Barrett and JPP show up every once in a while. But Vita Vea being in the middle, I think, is what makes Shaq Barrett the pass rusher that we saw get 19 and a half sacks in 2019. He makes Jason Pierre-Paul the only pro bowler on this team. He is exactly. an absolute force in the middle, and he is just something that every NFL pass rush is going to wish that they had. He is a freak of nature, and I mean, he keeps this up, dude. I know that he's only been playing for, what, three years, headed into year four next year. But god damn, dude, like he is, you know, quickly catching up to Warren Sapp as maybe one of the most oh. dominant nose tackles this team has ever seen. Oh, for sure. And I, and that's a tribute to him having the Dominican Sue there, too, to teach him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's, you know, you... Coming into the season, and I think throughout the season, there were a couple of times where we talked about, you know, you'd like to see a little bit more depth at pass rusher. And I do think that getting a guy who is a pass rusher, maybe another stand-up pass rusher in the draft this year would be nice. But, you know, I wouldn't mind a guy like J.J. Watt. I know that's a little too early to talk about just because I don't want to talk about free agency just yet. But another rotational pass rusher in there to keep those guys fresh. And this is seriously one of the best front seven you know, the league is definitely seen as of this year. Oh, for sure. And then I think Levante David has finally shown everybody that he's one of the top 
linebackers in this goddamn league. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was covering the hell out of Travis Kelsey all night. And I know that Kansas City had a couple of plays, and their biggest plays of the night were, you know, extending the plays. Like, Mahomes would have to run around in the pocket for 10 seconds and then chuck the ball downfield, and, like, maybe Kelsey's open in the middle of the field. But for the most part, Levante David, I mean, he's Mr. Reliable. He's the best player on that defense. I know a lot of people want to look at Devin White and even Vita Vea. 100%. But Levante... Levante David has consistently been the best player on that defense. And for him to, you know, get this exposure, have the type of game that he had on the stage that we've been waiting to get for for so long. Like, you got to be happy for everybody who's been on this team forever. You, you really do. Nobody deserves it more than a guy like Levante David, than, than guys like uh, Mike Evans, you know, Will Golston, guys who have been around on this team and they have played terrible football just to get here and, and show that. You know, they're more than just the bad teams that they played on, and, and that's what makes it so sweet. Exactly. And then Mike Edwards stepped it up, too. He played, had some great deflections coming in for our starting corner or our safeties. It was beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. It yes, was sir. one of the best games I've seen from start to finish that the Bucks have played in the 18 years that I can remember watching Tampa Bay games. Hell yeah, baby. And at the end of it all, it results in a Super Bowl ring, Tampa Bay second Lombardi trophy. I can't wait to see them hang that banner. I, I really cannot. I, I-, I just, oh man. I, I wonder if they're going to like add another sail to the boat. That's what I think they're going to do. I don't know if they hang a banner. I think they'll just kind of update the, uh, update the boat sails, but Super Bowl champions. Oh, I'm sure. And to see John Lynch get his inductee, yeah, baby. When we win the Super Bowl too, that was that was beautiful. I 20, love to see that. Twenty twenty was the year of red and pewter, without a doubt, and it's a year that Bucks fans are going to remember for a very, very long Hell, time. It was it was the year of Tampa Bay. Yeah, Let's talk about Stanley Cup, Lombardi, almost a World Series, Title Town, baby. It's official. I mean, it, it really is official. We're a title I, I know town that now, boys. I know the Rays couldn't get the job done, but you're still able to hang an American League banner, if I remember correctly. So, you know, the Rowdies Rowdies got their conference championship as well. Pretty much every team that we have brought home some form of hardware. And you know what? That that qualifies for a title town. I don't care what anybody says. I'm I'm right there with you. I, I can't be more happy. But I'll let you get to some other calls. I'm sure you got some more. Just... Let's go fucking Tampa. I can't wait until fucking next season. Let's fucking go, baby. Let's take this moment in. We are world champions, and we get to sit here and talk about it for the next six months. Go Bucks, man. Oh, yeah. Go Bucks. Everybody in the live chat's talking about Metallica. I don't normally play Metallica on the live streams. I just use it for the uh, hype videos. Sorry, y'all. Got a call from 281. Thank you for calling in. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Uh, Shane with Houston, buddy. How's it going? How are y'all feeling over there? Oh, buddy, it is it is a party in Tampa Bay tonight. My my neighbors have been firing the cannons all night long. We got fireworks going off, and <laughs> I'm sure half of downtown's already on fire, but I'm fucking, I'm living right now, man. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Look, I'm a Patriots fan, been a Patriots fan 20 years. To watch Brady leave and go to another team is a, it's an empty hole in my heart. But to watch him hoist another Lombardi with another team, couldn't be any happier for him. Uh, I've always been a more Brady. It was more Brady the Belichick guy. Um, always had numbers and stuff to back that up. And to watch him finally do it with another team, and a team that deserves it, 
so much less than the damn bucks. Like, hell yeah, <laughs> man. Like, I'm so happy for two, for one organization and two, for my favorite football player of all time and my biggest role model in my life. It's awesome to see that another fan base gets to experience that kind of joy that we did for two damn decades. <laughs> it, it's nice, man. I mean, you know, you ask anybody in Tampa, I actually think Jane Castor, the mayor, said she's going to rename the city Tampa Bay for – a couple of weeks at least, but you ask any fan and they're going to tell you to build the Brady statue right now. I mean, what this guy has done, what he's proven to everybody <laughs> weeks at least, just, but is, you ask, is unreal, dude. It really is unheard of. And, you know, we have no to, we are witnessing greatness and it's something that we're going to have to uh-huh. take in as much as we can, because we're never going to see this again. Never. Uh, uh-uh. not even Mahomes is going to get that close. How about that? Uh, you were watching the game. How about that dude that ran on the field, bro? We got a streaker. Uh, yeah, no, we had one in Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not sure people remember this. Like, in 2007, the Giants versus the Patriots undefeated. We had a streaker around the third quarter, and the same damn thing happened. You can see the look on Brady's face pissed off. Like, come on, man. <laughs> what? We're like five minutes from a championship, and you got to be a dumbass to ruin my night. Thanks. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I mean. Oh. Uh, it, it it only matched the excitement level that I had, and I know that a lot of people who were there, who were Bucks fans, which was a great experience for them, were feeling the same way. But you know, somebody said in the live chat, the dude dropped twenty grand just to like ultimately end up in cuffs. That kind of sucks. It's kind of a dumb, probably a dumb drunk fan side of the last second. Hey, I want to go do something fun. <laughs> he should he should have gotten fan, like clothesline, made it memorable for us. Oh please, and Dominic Sue, just put your arm out there real quick. Come on, man. put that big ass, put that big ass arm in yourself over there. You know, always put it to the Rogers uh, size and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, I was calling in to say how y'all are feeling and congratulate y'all. I'm, I'm jealous, but I'm happy at the same time. Y'all are set up. I'm not sure if you looked at your schedule next year, but I looked at your schedule next year and I, I glanced at it. Y'all might win all 16 of those fucking games. Ah oh, man. Sorry, it's- man. It's a crazy. Th- all 16 of them. It's a crazy thought because so. from the opponents that we've seen, I definitely feel like it's, you know, they're going to get more than eleven wins. They're probably going to get more than twelve wins, but it's a much easier schedule. Um, oh yeah, it's a much easier oh, yeah. schedule than it was this year. And for a team to come away eleven and five, you know, win all their road games, go to the Super Bowl, they're only going to get better. So you might be right. I oh, mean, yeah. sixteen and zero is definitely a bold prediction. I don't know if it happens like that, but I would love to see what it's the Bucks hard. can build on and, and improve in the next year. Because Antonio Brown's coming back, Gronkowski's coming back, Godwin's coming back. You got Evans locked up for another few years. Your offensive line's pretty stable. Um, I'm sure y'all are going to draft maybe a left tackle to replace Smith. I know he's like inconsistent. Sometimes he gets lazy watching his game tape. And then, you know, your running backs are stacked. Defensive line's stacked. Matt, your linebackers got two of the best fucking linebackers in the league. I don't care about anyone anybody says. <laughs> uh, and your, your secondary, it, 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 it's got its moments. But you can, you can beat them. But, I mean, still. You know, y'all have y'all have what it takes. I think it's just gonna be honestly just time. It's gonna tell whether or not uh, Godwin leaves or not. Cause I, I know people are talking about Godwin leaving, but uh, I think they're gonna be able to lock him back up. I'll be honest with you, dude. He's he's not fucking going anywhere. Bucks are throwing the franchise tag on him tomorrow. Like it's it, it's a done deal. <laughs> it, it, everybody talks sure about how the Pats might. They talk about how the Pats might make a run at him. A couple of other teams interested. I just don't see it happening. I think it's a surefire thing. Maybe maybe Gronk. They're like butt buddies, uh, A.B. and Gronk. They're gonna like Tom. Do you need this, Tom? Do you need that? You need a foot rub. Come here, Tom. Yeah, both of those guys have, have expressed some interest in coming back. So I definitely think the Bucks are gonna do what they can to make it happen. But 
Listen, my oh, friend, yeah. it was it was good to hear from you and talk about this team and, and kind of look towards the future. It's definitely a good time to be oh, a Bucks yeah. fan. I mean, even if you're a Pats fan, just long for for the ride. I know it's got to feel good for the Tom fans out it there. It hurts. It hurts. Damn it. It hurts. <laughs> y'all won for long enough. You'll be all right. Let us have this one. All right. All right. Y'all going to have this one, but we're coming back in five years. We'll see you there. All right, buddy. Have a good okay. night. All right. Take care. Go Bucks. Yes, sir. Go Bucks. Look at that, man. Tom Brady brings out the best in people. We get a Go Bucks from a Patriots fan, from a diehard, lifelong Patriots fan. Throw out a Go Bucks for the chat? Like, come on, bro. Willie Beeman bucked up. Keith Miles, Edward, Eric. What's going on, y'all? Patriots fan from a diehard, lifelong. Out of the 727, what's going on, my friend? Rhett, is this you? This is me, brother. This is James. Oh, man, the honorary third member of the Cannon Fire podcast. It's a shame we couldn't get the three Musketeers together for this one. I was actually going to see if you wanted to jump on with us tomorrow as well. But, James, we are Super Bowl champions, my friend. You know, I, I talked to Evan before I got on here, and I, I, he said, how do you feel? I said, I said, Evan, I can't even put it into words yet, you know? <laughs> um, good Lord. It, it 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 like it's phenomenal. It's it's literally just I can't even process thoughts. You know what I mean? It's insane, dude. It's it's one of those feelings that I don't think is gonna hit me. I I've said it so many times, but I don't think it's gonna hit me until tomorrow. And I'll tell you what's gonna do it for me is I'm gonna be driving into work on 275 over by Dale Mabry, going into West Shore, mm. and I'm gonna look over and there's going to be the same billboard that I have seen all season that's been Buccaneers themed, and it's going to say. Super Bowl champions and that's going to be the moment when I know that I have woken up and I wasn't dreaming and the Buccaneers got their second Lombardi in Raymond James Stadium well Tom put it best after the game he said yeah you can they can never take this away from us and I was like yep that's it like this is like officially official we are immortalized in history for the good thankfully not for the bad <laughs> you know oh um, yeah man what one thing I did want to say, I wanted to shout out Jason Light, right? Oh, yeah. He just, he, he did such a phenomenal job making this team. And a buddy of mine pointed this out to me. Every single player who scored a point tonight was not on the team last year for the Bucks. That's what I had noticed, too, was, I mean, you know, we got two Gronk touchdowns. We got an Antonio Brown touchdown. Leonard Fournette scored. Tom, I mean, we we got Tom, the uh, you know we got the Tom Brady picking his boys tonight, but I I don't care. We got a ring out of it. <laughs> Tom Fournette, Gronk, Brown, and even Suckup. Oh yeah, Ryan Suckup is money. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, ice cold in his veins. The guy has been the unsung hero of this team all year long. He's phenomenal, you know. And and I was sitting there and I was watching the game. And I thought, wow, okay, they got really, you know, they had good pressure on Mahomes throughout that first quarter. I thought, okay, this is going well. And it just never stopped. Like, it just never stopped. I don't, I don't think you, I don't know if you've seen the quotes and stuff from the press conferences yet. But, and, you know, Shaq said, he was, they talked to Shaq about it, you know, about that game and about his impending free agency, you know. Uh, and he said, oh, I'm not going anywhere. He's like, we'll, we'll probably have a quick solution to that problem, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's just, I mean, and Vita Vey on the D on D end, right? He was playing defensive end. He was, yeah. uh, 
You know, even he was pulling out all the stops. I mean, it was insane. It they was were, insane. They were having some fun out there. And I think that's what was most yeah. enjoyable. I mean, Vita Vea lining up at DN, you know, it just felt, yeah, it just felt, it just felt surreal because every time they needed to stop, they got to stop. Every time they needed to hold him to a field goal, they were able to make it happen. And then Devin White with the interception to literally just seal the deal officially, officially, even though they were up 31 to freaking nine. I, I mean, this is a defense that absolutely bent but did not break by any means necessary. And they punched Kansas City in the mouth. And I know that there are a lot of people who are going to be leaving, uh, or a lot of Kansas City fans who are going to be leaving Tampa Bay pretty upset. Oh, yeah. Um, it, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, ah, uh, you know, the game, you know, everybody's like, oh, man, we're winning. I'm like, the game's not over. It's not <laughs> over. It's Mahomes, you know. And Mahomes, you know, Todd Bowles, is insane that that man went crazy right oh yeah he was just just showing off you know and andy reed even said after the game he goes hey todd bowles called a hell of a game he goes todd bowles got us yeah i was like i I believe that's a quote from from andy reed and um i was sitting there and uh just I mean, dude, all, all, all aspects of the defense just played phenomenal. And I know Mahomes, you know, his offensive line was absolutely decimated. Um, I felt bad, you know, I didn't feel bad for Mahomes, but like some of the Mahomes stuff he's, he did like still, like it was scaring me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. He was still Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the first time that we saw him roll out on third and deep and just run for the first down, I knew that was going to be an issue, but at the end of the day, the consistency of the pressure by this pass rush, you know, forced him to make mistakes. It rattled him at the end of the day. Like he was, he was running for his life and, and it's just something that he's not used to because he is able to make those plays. But you know, the combination of great coverage, a lot of guys in the secondary stepping up Levante, David, Devin white, both having great games. This defense played the most yeah. complete game they have played all season against the best offense that the NFL is able to offer. Yeah, you know, and that was—I mean—that was the the coolest thing was like <clears throat> it was they played like a complete team, you know. It, it wasn't just like you know a really low scoring game where the defense dominates. Like the offense was efficient when it needed to be, and the defense was dominant when it needed to be. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, a- absolutely. It, it, was, it was it was complimentary it was, football at its finest. Yeah, you know, I, I mean. Oh God, Rhett! Like you said, it's not gonna feel real for a while. Or, you know, it'll probably till tomorrow or something like that. I don't even know how we're gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> um, but I was just sitting there and I was thinking about it, about like all the content we've made this year, and and now we're at the peak of the mountain. You know, like I know we didn't win the Super Bowl, like, we're not on the team, but like it feels pretty good. You it know, does, man. I, I mean. You know, we we talked about as content creators, me and Evan talked about this earlier in the stream, but we'll kind of talk about it to wrap up because after your call, I'm going to go ahead and jump off of here. I'm exhausted and I got to be at work at 530 and we'll do another podcast tomorrow. But, you know, everybody talked about the excitement coming into this season with Brady and the possibility of a postseason run and even maybe a Super Bowl appearance. And, you know, we knew everybody was going to get a bump. The The spotlight on Tampa was going to be uh, was going to be 
a lot bigger than it ever really has been. Five primetime games. Yeah. Um, you know, a team that during this regular season we talked about would struggle. And I know that doesn't have to do with content. I'm kind of just rambling here because I'm getting a little emotional and I'm pretty damn tired. But at the end of it all, <laughs> like we are Super Bowl champions and everybody who does content has to feel great about this. I mean, you know, what a storybook ending for Brent over at the Pewtercast. He's been talking forever about every week might be his last week to do the show. And, you know, he's been powering through. And what better way to, to just get it done than with a Super Bowl? You know, he, he can put yeah. it to rest and know that the final show he ever did, uh, the final show that he ever did was talking about a Super Bowl victory. You know, there isn't much else that we can ask for as far as this year goes. And, and everybody's having a great year. Everybody's numbers went up. Um, and everybody talks about how it might have been a competitive year, but everybody had a great year. And this fan base has really just grown. And, you know, everybody showed out for each other. And I think that's just pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brent gets to pull up a Peyton, you know, he gets to retire, uh, he gets to retire a Super Bowl winner. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. And man. It, it, it's, it's going to be great. It's, it's great, man. It really is great. Um, yeah, just this year, man, with producing all the content has been insane, insane, man. Just to think about it feels good, man. This, this, and and now in every video and every podcast we can talk your Super Bowl champions, your defending Super Bowl champions. You yes, know what sir. I mean? Yes, sir. Like, we get to say it for a full year part. and then maybe they win the damn thing again. Right. Exactly, man. Exactly. Um jeez. All right, man. Well, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. I'm tired as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it it drains you, you know. Oh yeah, stay safe. But, but uh, I don't know how crazy St. Pete's gonna be getting. But over here in Tampa, it's a war zone, so I'm I'm definitely not going outside. A buddy said to me, he "Goes, dude, we're going to Tampa. Do you want to go?" I said, "You know, nah. in norm- I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I'll, you know, I I think I'm okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I'll sit this one out. Listen, I'll I'll do all the post game festivities. I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to, and uh, something that I'm sure you and I will be at putting together some more content but whatever capacity we have of a super bowl parade we'll be there baby yeah that's gonna be insane whatever it is like I'm, obviously that still needs to be figured out whatever that is i'm gonna try and be there hell yeah buddy james it was good talking to you man it's been great putting stuff out with you all this year and i'm looking forward to it do you want to jump on the show with us tomorrow do you have availability yeah, I should be good. Uh, just text me what time, and I can get on with you guys tomorrow. We can hang out and talk about the Super Bowl. Let's do it, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Ladies and gentlemen, James Hill, the third member of Cannon Fire Podcast, pretty much at this point, and uh, Mr. Bucks mm-hmm. Nation on YouTube as well. Go check out his great content and subscribe if you haven't. James, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Go Bucks. Brett, thank you so much, man. Go Bucks. See you soon. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just so tired. Guys, Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions. I got to take this moment in. All right, one more call. One more call. Last one out of the 773. What's going on, my friend? Hello. Hello. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, buddy. How you doing? Uh, Pretty good. I'm watching these reactions to um, Brady getting number seven and Man, all the people at ESPN, they're they are not having a good day. <laughs> it's just so sad. It's so sad. It's 
the narratives have been them. destroyed. I mean, Max Kellerman, I'm sure, is is just going to be so upset that he can't talk about Brady on a downhill anymore. You know, Stephen A. Smith might be a little bit upset. A lot of people, a lot of people who picked this team to lose, a lot of people who counted them out halfway through the season have got to just not feel great right now. Steve Smith put his fucking foot in his mouth, dude, before the playoffs even started. He said, when the playoffs start, the Buccaneers are going to get ran. They're going to get routed, and it's going to be a good old-fashioned ass-whooping. Well, the Buccaneers ran the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, man. Like, I don't know what other statement needs to be made. It's, it goes a lot deeper than just football and sports. It's, it's political. It's racial. It's, it's pathetic the way some of these takes are. It's, it's like a big culmination of all these things, and you got the new um, Patrick Mahomes going up the old pitch, um, Tom Brady. It's just everything went into this game, and it, it comes down to racial lines. It comes down to political lines. And for Tom Brady to go out there and destroy Mahomes. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be fun watching the takes on tomorrow. Listen to all these little crybabies. Oh, the, the refs and – oh. He's not the goal. He he had help. It just I mean, even like someone like um Ryan Clark, they want Tom Brady just won his seventh Super Bowl ring and Ryan Clark wants to talk about the assistant coaches and the fact that they're black. Oh congratulations to Bruce Syrians and his his black African American assistant coaches. It's like what is wrong with you people, man? It's just every single take has to be some weird narrative like yeah, sorry, buddy. Listen, it is bigger than football, but got to let you go after that one. Let's take one more call to kind of get the taste out of that one out of our mouth. Um, I'm very happy for Brady, and I'm happy that the narrative's been crushed, but last thing I'm going to sit here and fucking do is take anything away from Bruce Arians and the staff. So, I mean, you know, you can hit the road with that one, buddy. Out of the 978, it's going to be our final call of the night. What's going on, my friend? Rhett is Boston Rocco. Thank you for having me on. I'm so oh, sorry for keeping you on man, a little Rocco, late. I'm so glad to hear um, from you, my friend. I saw you in the live chat, and I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I just, I don't know, that I'm starting to wrap this thing up a little sooner than I should. I'm just so tired, but I'm glad that I could get your call in to wrap this thing up. How are you feeling, no, my man? Amazing. Don't even worry about it, brother. It's all good. I just wanted to call in and say I'm going to make it as quick as possible. I remember calling in at the beginning of the off season, right when we signed Tom Brady, I was like, Oh, we got our guy. You know, we've tried to get our guy. We tried with Jameis. We've had Chris Sims, you know, we've had all these guys. I feel like this is the one guy that can get us over the edge. And obviously I've called in throughout the, throughout the weeks. And Hey, I think I was right. I think I called it. It wasn't all <laughs> Tom Brady alone. It was not all Tom Brady alone, but he gave us the confidence. He gave the players, that one piece that was missing to get us over the edge. So uh, it's just, it's a great feeling, man. It really is. Absolutely, brother. We're going to be on top of the world. I mean, talk about building statues. We're going to need, we're going to need Tom Brady outside of Ray J or outside of one buck. We're going to need Bruce Arians basically in that room of one buck where they've got the, uh, the statues of the Oh three Super Bowl team. They're just going to have to build right across the walkway the sideline <laughs> reaction of the 2020 Super Bowl team because man oh man 
this Bucks team, bro, immortalized in red and pewter history. And with a guy like Tom Brady under center, you really can't feel better about that. Just, you know, we've said it all throughout the show, but but the narratives that were crushed, the history behind this game, the records that were broken, and for all of it to happen in a year like 2020, or at least the 2020 season, is a testament into itself. But Tampa Bay is a title town. Well said. I mean, uh, we're just going to ignore that uh, last caller, but uh, yeah. there it has been a very difficult year for a lot of people, and it really does feel good that out of all the years for this to happen and for Tampa to become the city it was in in 2020, it does feel really good. Absolutely, my friend. Listen, any closing statements, anything you want to send us into the offseason with? What What's on your mind and... You know, what's the mood headed towards this uh, headed towards this week? Victory Monday tomorrow. I got three words. Run it back. Let's fucking go, man. Rocco from Boston. It was good to hear from you as we wrap this live stream up. Let me get a go bucks for the chat, buddy. Go bucks. Let's fucking go, buddy. Good to hear from you. Have a great night. You too, bro. Folks, that is it. Shout out to all of our people in the live chat. Willie Beeman, Spartan, David, Sean. Bucked up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Chase, Willie Beeman, I think I said your name. Big Nick, bucked up again. Rocco that we just talked to. Samuel, I love you guys. I really do. Marco, I'm dodging calls because I'm trying to get out of here and go to bed. Listen, Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions. We're going to talk to you guys about it a little bit more tomorrow on our game review show. It'll be myself and Evan. Mr. Bucks Nation, James Hill, will be joining us. We'll go over this victory. 31-9. We can go to sleep as a title town. And we end this live stream actually at 12.01 a.m. So it's officially Victory Monday. We're world fucking champions, baby. Go Bucks. I'll talk to you guys a little bit later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.